Welcome to Treasures of Truth, a daily broadcast from Monday through Friday where we encourage you to come and study the Bible with us. Treasures of Truth is the ministry of Treasure Valley Baptist Church in Marion, Idaho, and your host is Pastor Rick DeMichael. This week we are airing a message entitled, Getting Along with Your In-Laws. And in this week's message, the preacher will bring a lesson to all of us that if not needed now, will be needed at some point in our lives. This week, Pastor Michael brought us a message about how we can get along better with your in-laws. He also gave us wisdom on how husbands and wives can be a better spouse to one another. Pastor DeMichael will mention a lot in this week's message that words count and mean a lot in a relationship, not only with in-laws, but a married couple and in our daily relationships with other individuals. We pray that today's message will be a blessing to you. If you would like to hear today's message again or other messages by Pastor DeMichael, please stay tuned until the end of today's program for more information. And now your host, Pastor Rick DeMichael. I think the difficulty is this. You're integrating two, two completely different worlds together very suddenly. And like I said, there isn't a ton of instruction on the subject, just a lot of jokes. So I think our portion of Scripture here gives us some good principles, and I'd like to give you a few things that I think will help. Number one, number one, you ready? Realistic expectations. Realistic expectations. Two families are not going to integrate into each other just because the kids got married. Amen? And here's the expectation. Oh, well, when our family gets together with their family, guess whose traditions and model we're going to follow? And that's when the problems start. Realistic expectations. The families are still autonomous. So what do we need to do? Respect differences. Respect differences. And watch and beware of expectations of conformity to your family mode. Worse yet, don't try to jam the other family into your family mode. How many of us understand, uh, even in this church, you could be in this church 20 years, hear the same preaching, uh, serve in a church like this, be a Bible-believing Christian, and understand that the two families can have a, a lot of different ways of doing things. Do, do, do we understand that? Amen. So number one, realistic expectations. Number two, number two, respect. Respect. Respect is an important foundation of any friendship. And by the way, friendship, friendship within laws is a very realistic goal, an ideal goal, an attainable goal. Uh, what does the Bible say about friendship? He that hath friends must show himself friendly. You know, it's no different in this relationship than it is with any other relationship. If we want someone to be our friend, then you know what we need to learn to do? Be a friend. Be a friend. Um, if you have friends, for instance, if you have friends here at church, then it is fair to say you have probably reached out and extended yourself to others, and you've been a friend to others. By the way, if you'll be a friend to other people, you'll never be wanting for friends. Uh, so many people make the mistake of just sitting there and saying, okay, come on, be my friend. And uh, it doesn't work that way. It doesn't work that way. Uh, we have to reach out. And uh, respect is an important part of this relationship uh, when it comes to in-laws. Show appreciation. And, and let me say this to you, and I, I, I can't overstress this. 
Words count. Words count. Um, Compliments versus criticisms. Folks, there's going to be differences. There's going to be differences. And as we've already suggested, have realistic expectations. Just because two families come together because of marriage doesn't mean that, that you are going to conform that other family to your way of thinking and doing things. And so there must be respect. Why do they do that? Well, probably for the same reason you do what you do. Amen? Ways of doing things, flavors, preferences. And uh, so compliments versus criticisms, or worse yet, insults. Uh, The Bible says in Proverbs 21, Whoso keepeth his mouth and his tongue keepeth his soul from troubles. Uh, By the way, what you say is going to get back to him. Yeah. Um, You say something to one of your kids that's married into the other family. I mean, if you understand, husbands and wives talk about just about everything with each other. Okay? And so then they tell their spouse, guess what their spouse is eventually going to do? Tell her or his folks. By the way, you know what a secret is? A secret is something that everybody tells to one person and swears them to secrecy. Right? So what you say is going to get back to them. And it goes both ways, kids. It goes both ways. Uh, commentator says about this verse, the sacred writer crowns the whole. Who keeps his tongue doth keep his soul. Uh, James 1, if any man among you seem to be religious and bridleth not his tongue, but deceiveth his own heart, this man's religion is vain. Uh, one commentator said the picture is that of a man putting a bridle in his own mouth and not in that of another. Uh, Pope commentary says on this verse, let us lay that word to heart. Whatever may be the outside profession, if we do not govern our tongue for God, if we use it for gossip, trifling, scandal, or slander, our very profession of Christ's name is a cheat and a lie. Uh, Proverbs 18 says, death and life are in the power of the tongue, and they that love it shall eat the fruit thereof. Charles Haddon Spurgeon once said, our conversation is of far more consequence than some Imagine, our words are very important. A wholesome tongue is a tree of life, Proverbs 15. But perverseness therein is a breach in the spirit. One old philosopher said the tongue is, at the same time, the best part of man and his worst. With good government, none is more useful, and without it, none is more mischievous. Proverbs 16 says, pleasant words are as in honeycomb, sweet to the soul, and health to the bones. John Wesley said, whenever you open your lips, let it be with love, and let there be in your tongue the law of kindness. Your word will then distill as the rain and as the dew upon the herb. Proverbs 10 tells us the tongue of the just is as choice silver. Colossians chapter 4, let your speech be always with grace and seasoned with salt that you may know how you ought to answer every man. Always with grace, seasoned with salt. I think sometimes we get that thing turned around, don't we? Always with salt, seasoned with grace, but it's the other way around. Great wisdom there. 
Uh, Psalm 19, let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, my strength and my redeemer. Adam Clark said, let my mouth speak nothing but what is true, kind and profitable in my heart. Meditate nothing but what is holy, pure, and chaste. Uh, Proverbs 15 says, the thoughts of the wicked are an abomination to the Lord, but the words of the pure are pleasant words. Ecclesiastes 10, the words of a wise man's mouth are gracious, but the lips of a fool will swallow up himself. Proverbs 12, heaviness in the heart of man maketh it stoop, but a good word maketh it glad. How about this little bit of an idea? Instead of leaking something back to your in-laws that's a criticism or a complaint, why don't you make sure you leak a compliment that direction? Say something you know will get back to them that is a compliment, something that you admire, something that you respect. Heaviness in the heart of man maketh it stoop, but a good word maketh it glad, Proverbs 12. A Latin proverb said, kind words are as a physician to an afflicted spirit. Japanese proverb says, one kind word can warm three winter months. Proverbs 31, speaking of the virtuous woman, she openeth her mouth with wisdom, and in her tongue is the law of kindness. Thomas Scott said of this virtuous woman, her conversation also is prudent and pious, cheerful and friendly. Kindness dictates and wisdom directs all that she says. Daniel Webster says, Why should good words ne'er be said of a friend till he is dead? <laughs> Often wondered about that. You know, you go to a funeral, people are saying all these nice things about somebody. Why don't we say them before they die? Amen? Amen. So our words are important. Respect. Respect. Uh, number three, number three, here's a good one. Yielding. Yielding. Uh, hopefully it could be said of all of us here today, you could check the box that says plays well with the other children. I was in the nursery one time, and I, over, uh, I, I, I was watching the kids as I, as I walked by, and something caught my eyes many years ago. It wasn't here. It was in another state back east, and uh, there was a little red fire truck that two two-year-old boys were fighting for. Uh, you want to see violence. Two two-year-old boys fighting for the red fire truck. Uh, that is real violence. And uh, I got thinking about that, and I got thinking what needed to happen somewhere there was somebody to yield. You know, that's how we must look to the Lord sometimes, even as adults, when we're childishly fussing for our own, what we consider to be our rights. We want to thank you for joining us today for Treasures of Truth. And it is our hope and prayer that today's program was really a blessing to you. You've been listening to a message entitled, Getting Along with Your In-Laws by Pastor Rick DeMichael. And in this week's lesson, Pastor DeMichael gave us wisdom on how to let your kids be married to another. Pastor Rick DeMichael also mentioned that when we let go of our kids to be married, we are done parenting. We can give advice when asked, but it is your child's place to explore on their own. Though you may lose a son or a daughter, in marriage, you gain a son or a daughter. We hope that this week's message was a blessing to you. If you don't know for sure that Jesus Christ is your Savior, then we encourage you to contact the Authors, and we will gladly help you in any way we can. As we mentioned at the beginning of the podcast, if you would like to hear this or other messages by Pastor Michael, 
feel free to visit our website at tvbc.org. Again, that's tvbc.org. You can also visit our YouTube page and follow us on Facebook for more information. We also have a bookstore that is open to the public on Tuesdays from 10.30 to 4.30 and Wednesdays from 8.30 to 4.30. Treasures of Truth is a ministry of Treasure Valley Baptist Church in Meridian, Idaho. We would love for you to come to join us in our services, which begin with Sunday school at 9.30, followed by the morning service at 10.45. We also have a Sunday evening service at 5.45, and of course, all of the services have fully staffed nurseries available for young children, as well as interactive and exciting programs for all ages, including junior high, high school, and college age groups. And don't forget, our Wednesday night services at 7 o'clock, which has a master class program during the school year for the kids, and a Bible study at the same time for the adults over in the main auditorium. We hope to see you soon at Church of Valley Baptist Church, and may God bless you.